Comfort. O comfort ye my people, says your God. Friends, where do we find comfort in this year when we have needed it most? This year when the world literally and figuratively saw things go up in flames. This year of pandemic and recession, of murder hornets, of the emboldening of white supremacists and conspiracy theorists, the widening of the gap between the richest and the poorest among us, the left and the right, and the loneliness and the isolation of those who suffered and died alone and those who have buried their loved ones. Comfort, oh comfort my people, says your God. I don't know how he found this comfort, but I came across an old story. The story of Father Alfred Delp from the Jesuit Review, America. Father Delp was a priest who was tortured and imprisoned, left in solitary confinement for days on end by the Nazis for the crime of his fierce and outspoken resistance against them. Although his wrists were bound, he managed to scratch into his prison walls on Christmas Eve, 1944. This is what he wrote. Let us trust life, since we do not have to live it alone, for God lives it with us. And he wrote, the world is so full of God From all its pores, it seems, God wells towards us. Knowing he would be on trial for his life, he might have depended on the afterlife. But no, he trusted in God's real presence with him in this life. This is the mystery he was able to celebrate in prison at Christmas, 1944. Like the more famous Dietrich Bonhoeffer, he was also executed by the Nazis only the next February. He was only 37, and it was 1945. We might call him a mystic. The mystics can see a world steeped in Christ, a God-infused existence people and all of creation inextricably bound together with God, like the tea in your teapot, like the salt in the sea, like the air in your lungs. God is in and through each of us. Here is a poem written by Edwina Gately. It was posted on Journey with Jesus. She writes... Be glad. God is soaked in our world. God's spirit lives and breathes in and through all that is. We are lost only when we do not understand that God is already with and in each one of us. Our task is recognition of God's initiative to be at home in us, acceptance of God with us, then we cannot but be glad.
these two mystics would agree. God is with us, at home, within us. And this is the simple mystery and truth we try to comprehend and celebrate at Christmas time. What has come into being in him is life, and the life is the light of all people. And yet, friends, sometimes has it seemed to you, as it often has for me, that Christmas times in years past have felt like the least spiritual time of the whole year? It can be frantic, overscheduled, overfilled with excesses of every kind. Who could shoehorn time for spirituality into a season of all of that hustle and commercialism? Maybe saying yes to God and making room in our hearts will actually be easier this year. Maybe in the busyness of Christmas's past, we had lost some of the real meaning. But maybe in 2020, can we rediscover it? Children, I think of so many of your stories that we read and listen at Christmas time. I think of Home Alone. I think the reunion of the neighbor with his grown-up son and his grandchildren. I think of how Kevin McAllister was able to encourage his neighbor to reconnect and reach out to his family because he knew his own pain of being separated from his family. That's the real meaning of that movie. Kids, do you know the Who's down in Whoville? The Grinch tries to steal Christmas from them, but they hold hands and they sing. And the narrator can't imagine how this has happened, but he says Christmas came. It came just the same. The Grinch could not steal Christmas. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. I think of the story, The Best Christmas Pageant Ever, and how those misbehaving kids were able to tell the real meaning of the Christmas story better than any others had before. Sometimes it's in our honesty and in our unplanned mistakes in life that God can show up for us the most clearly. I think of the opening of Little Women. Joe is grumbling, Christmas won't be Christmas without any presents. But dear sweet Beth from the corner says, we have mother and father and each other. In all our pop culture, we keep repeating the truth of a simple and meaningful Christmas that's about love, but we don't always live like we believe it. In addition to being so busy, December 25th has often felt so arbitrary to me. We don't actually know when Jesus of Nazareth was born. We chose this date because it seemed appropriate to celebrate the coming of light into the world just after the winter solstice. But this year, it doesn't feel arbitrary to me at all. Don't you want to celebrate Christ's birth right now? Doesn't this feel like the perfect time? The time we've been waiting for ever since stay-at-home orders in March. This year, there is no excess of hugging and partying and toasting, of wrapping and gift-giving. There is a lean simplicity this year that feels just right. 
to channel the mysticism of welcoming Christ into our already God-soaked existence. There is that glimmer of hope on the horizon, friends. Can you see it? The light at the end of this long tunnel that is 2020. It appears on the horizon like the Christ star beckoning us on. This feels like God's perfect time. We want to close out this year and look toward a new one in which we pray things will be different, the world could be different, we could be different. We might truly grasp all that the birth of Christ into our world means with its hope and peace and joy and love. We might see the transformation of injustice into God's justice and violence into a real peace. We might see the tide of infections turn and healing take place in bodies and in systems all around the world. We might be like the mystics who can look beyond the external and see the heart. Like opening a present, can you see with your mind's eye what it is that's inside? I was marveling at how mystics could know of God's love despite their hard circumstances, and then I realized they know of God's love because of their hard circumstances, and maybe this year we can too. Without all the chaos and distraction, can we become more like Mary, who said God lifted her up out of her low estate? She said her yes to being the God-bearer, to bringing Christ into the world. Can we offer simple hospitality, like that of the manger bed, offering what we have to God, even if it is not glamorous? So where do we find Christ this Christmas time? I think it is exactly like this. A few years ago, my daughter was given the glass crash that I told the children about a few Christmas sermons back, that glass crash that's so fragile that we don't always take it out and set it up. But this is the story that I love about that crash. It had belonged to my child's great-great-aunt, and she had passed it down to her grandmother, and she passed it down to her. And it came to her in a box with all of the pieces wrapped carefully in tissue. And we unwrapped it at her grandmother's house piece by piece by piece. Here's Mary. Here's Joseph. Here are two little lambs. Here are the angels. Here are the wise ones. Here are the shepherds. And finally we found the manger. And I brought it here. I know it's very tiny, but I have it here to show you all this tiny glass manger. But we searched and we searched and we searched for the baby that could go in it. There's this perfect little divot here for the baby. No baby. We searched, we checked and rechecked all those pieces of tissue. But we gave up. We brought it home anyway and set it up at our house, and I reminded her this would be a perfect Advent crash because we don't put the baby in the manger, 
until Christmas time. So we set it up in Advent, arranging it just as we had it. It was unsettling. So we hesitated before we put that empty manger in front of Mary. But when we turned it over, we saw, oh joy! We were holding it upside down, and baby Jesus was here all along. While we searched and searched and searched, he's etched into the glass on the other side. And we had to call Grandma right away and tell her we had found him. We found the baby. This year, Christmas might feel upside down, but only in comparison to years past. And maybe, from this vantage point, We will find the Christ child who has been here with us all along. And we will say with the mystics, we do not live this life alone, for God lives it with us. Merry Christmas, friends. May it be so.